Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Simon Severino, an Italian, a born Italian, living in Austria, doing business all over the globe, and he's the CEO and founder of Strategy Sprint. So please introduce yourself, Simon. Hey, Elias. Hey, everybody. Yeah, we founded Strategy Sprints because we wanted to have a coaching for entrepreneurs that really works, that's really helpful, and that you can do from wherever you are, whenever you are, at your pace. You don't have to wait for a session, but on your phone, it works wherever you are, and you can ask five times a day or 25 times a day, like Spider-Man having his guy in the chair. Whenever you need to kick a door, should I kick the left door? Should I kick the right door? You ask your your guy in the chair and he says, click, 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 and gives you the answer. That's what we built. So you're the CEO and founder of Strategy Sprints and I'll share a link to your website in the show notes for the listeners. But strategy sprints to me sounds like it has a scrum background or a sprint background. How is, is that like actually the case or is, is it another um, reason behind the strategy sprints? Yeah, so the idea was, can we take what's working in agile and bring it to the executive level? Because for the CEO, there is nothing really helpful out there. It's still the legacy systems um, made for the industrial age manufacturing company, mid-size. And so I was thinking, what if we pick the best things from Agile, from Lean, from design thinking, and we build something that helps the modern digital uh, CEO of a small agency, of a small consultancy, of a SaaS business, because that is what's really needed right now. And so we called it Strategy Sprints because it's really about creating a scalable model and repeatable sales, but in sprints, in applicable short bursts of intense work and then letting go and having a good life. So tell me more about that framework for growth because I've I've uh, take a, taken a peek at your website, uh, strategysprints.com. Uh, there is a model on it, uh, scale up phase with one-on-one coaching. Uh, it has a, some steps in it. So how do you help companies double their revenue in a couple of months? So how does that actually work? Yeah, we want to double the revenue in three months. And some people even quadrupled. Like uh, last month, a company from North Carolina, they're called Value Build Homes, they quadrupled their sales. They build modular houses and they have quadrupled their sales with this methodology. Other people like Anthony Yanarino in the US, they have just much, much better sales workflows and happier teams. And uh, other people like Demna Melichek and Bergman, they have started a much more disruptive business inside of their legacy brand and are now frontier in, in the emerging markets. So how does it work? It's really not that complicated. We have three levers that we tackle in 12 sprints of one week each. So in three months, we have 12 challenges. And these 12 challenges want to solve three things. We want to get the frequency up by 25%, the price up by 25%, and the conversion rate up by 25%. If you do these three things, 
you have increased revenue by 99%. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, that's to me sounds like um, a mix of a couple of methodologies that I've, that I've, you know, encountered before like EOS or scaling up combined with some marketing technologies, right? So marketing methodologies, if you're talking about conversion, is that, is that actually the case? Absolutely. Yes. It's really, it's, there are similarities. Verne Harnish was definitely an inspiration. He will be, he will be next week with us. Uh, Gino Wickman was two months ago on my podcast He's definitely built something similar. But when we say EOS, that's exactly for me, one thing that was super, super helpful until the 90s. But it's really still for me, built for the industrial age, mid-sized manufacturing company. It's not for the lean, velocity-oriented, and we will talk about velocity in a second, for the lean velocity oriented digital business. We work with SaaS and with service businesses. They need to be much faster, much quicker. And I don't want them to spend time uh, in thinking about the org chart. Nobody cares about the org chart. We care about the client and how we can learn in sprints and how we can deliver superior experiences and, and so we had to reframe some parts, but definitely we are standing on the shoulders of giants and Bernie Harnish and Gina Wickman are some of these giants. Mm-hmm. Also Jay Abraham. Okay. Okay. So we are on the marketing technology podcast um, and I'm just curious to hear from you how marketing technology plays a role in doubling that revenue in three months. Marketing plays a key role for us Marketing is represented in sales, marketing is represented in operations. Operations is represented in marketing, is represented in sales, etc. So for us, it's really about integrating the flow of these three parts. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about these three parts, marketing has a vital role because if you remember, frequency, price, and conversion rate, all of these things won't work without a good marketing system. So let's start by frequency. How can we raise the frequency of a B2B high ticket business? And we mean, of course, the sales frequency. What's the time from awareness to closing the deal? And now if you know the B2B, the complex sales in B2B, you know that some people have a sales time of 13 months, 15 months, 18 months. I was one of them. Mm -hmm. Now you need something to intensify that journey because you don't have that time anymore. (laughs) And so we want to do that in three weeks. So we had to analyze what happens in 18 months. Well, what's happening is eight to 15 experience with you, each one creating value, each one leading to more. And so our question was, how do we, can we do that in three weeks? And yes, you can do that in three weeks because we have the technology for that. And for example, it's customized, of course, what we build, it depends on the context, et cetera. But a couple of examples. One is an email funnel that we have created that starts with an audit that audits exactly what the main pain point is that that they can solve. And then it's a series of 15 emails 
The first email leads to a video and the video is on LinkedIn. Give me a comment. Second um, email goes out the next day and leads to YouTube, to their channel. The third email is a just free value, a PDF, et cetera, et cetera. So in these 14 days, they have created omnipresence. So I am the person receiving these emails. They are super valuable. In the evening, I'm not even working anymore. I lay down, I take my iPad in my hand, I watch some YouTube, boom, I'm again in now in contact point number six. Next day in the morning, I get the PDF, contact point number seven. So this is how you can intensify relationships. And we think like, like um, uh, dramaturgy or like choreographers, how can we intensify that experience? So this is one example, and we create dozens of these experiences every week. But the principle is, let's look at how you are creating value right now, and let's, let's see how we can intensify that. And the, where it happens is, of course, the CRM and the email sequences. Okay. Any specific tips on systems? Because I can imagine in what, one of the steps is about saving costs as well. I think one of the first steps on, on the I, I noticed on your website, um, people can fall into that pitfall of buying all kinds of tools, right? So they, they buy tools and they think the tools are going to solve their problem. Where basically what you're telling is that hey, you have to think about that value creation. You know, how, how do you create that value? Um, and how do you use technology in creating that value? Any tips on technology here, specific technology that people should use? We have just started using a very good CRM system. It's called Close with a Z. And it's really helpful. Now, we are not no affiliate partners, and our systems work on every CRM um, app. But there are a couple of things that can make um, that can make troubles for for B two B businesses. And one is if you pick corporate style CRM, they are just too complicated. Like don't don't go for HubSpot, don't go for the big ones. Uh, if if you are a small company. Go for the small ones. And in the small ones, there are some that are smarter than, than others. And close with a Z is a pretty smart system because it, it merges everything. It gives you forecasts and insights, and it uses AI to do the boring work. The boring work is adding their LinkedIn profile, adding their new phone number, etc., which non, nobody on your team should be doing. And so that, that does all of that data collection for you. And you have just the fun part of having conversations. And, and it reminds you a lot if you don't follow up. Because in marketing and in sales, the game is really creating that conversation, keeping that alive and following up. That's the game. So the, the tool is there to help you. And it's not about the tool. And exactly. It should so never be about the tool. No, it should never. But the... the uh, striking thing that you're pointing out here, and that's what um, what I um, really get from this conversation, is that you're telling people not to take a corporate CRM like a HubSpot, and I imagine it could also be like a Salesforce or a Microsoft Dynamics or whatsoever, um, where I think, you know, HubSpot with their new CRM, free CRM offering, et cetera, is, is specifically focusing on smaller companies. So why do you advise them not to 
to to adopt that system. Yeah, yes, for HubSpot is it's great to have small companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a client, but for the small companies, it's not good. It's it's like you want to go to some you want to go 200 meters that you can do with a Vespa, but you are buying uh, a truck to do that. So it it will just make your life harder. So you don't need it and you don't need to spend there. There are better ways of investing your time because Hasbro is really good at sucking you in and it will make you it will make you dependent. That's that's what these things are are designed to do. Yeah, it's an all It will make you dependent. Now move your website to me. Now move your emails to me. And then you lose your freedom. And our our approach is really about freedom because Apps, they come and go. Techniques, they come and go. But there is some evergreen principles in entrepreneurship, and this is what we are all about. And these principles are eternal. They're always important, like Mm -hmm. the sequence of the follow-up, creating value in each contact point, making it a personal relationship, even if it's at scale. These are the eternal principles. And then the, the techniques, they come and go. In two years, we will be talking about different CRM systems but the principles will be the same mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely love it the um three points that you mentioned the, so the, the frequency price and conversion i want to talk about a little more about the third one conversion um how do you actually um, move conversions up and how do you measure those results it happens again in the crm in in the central place where you measure each conversion. So the first thing that we do with our clients is mapping out the customer journey, takes 30 minutes, and then mapping it out in their system, whatever their system is. Let's say they have HubSpot. Then we would map it out as a pipeline and start with the default pipeline in HubSpot, but then really customize it. Let's say your first stage is awareness, then you have free lead magnet, then you have audit, then you have first conversation, second conversation, discovery call, demo call, and um, upsell, for example. Let's say this is your, your current um, customer experience funnel. If that is the case, now we would measure with you every seven days each conversion. So from awareness to audit, how much percent? How many people this this week, 45, okay. How many went to the next, 36, okay. And now we would find a simple way of having a conversations every seven day with the whole team, one person from marketing, one from sales and one from operations and the CEO look at all these numbers every week. And, and now people say, oh, Simon, but you're a growth marketer. Uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I don't care how you call it. You have to watch all your conversions every week because we want to find the weak signals. We want to find what's working 2% more than last week and what strength or weakness is it? Is it of the process, of the lead magnet, of the content, of the person who's doing it? And this is where we learn. And, And that's the focus of the sprint, identifying the one bottleneck out of these seven conversions, for example. What is the one bottleneck this week? Solving that in latest seven days, so running three experiments, coming back with the numbers and solving that. And then identifying the next bottleneck, because there is always one bottleneck. The bottleneck is the the weakest part of your whole value chain. And there is always one. And you want always to improve 
the weakest part and then move to the next weakest part. That's how you scale. Cool, cool. So um, to your point about the customer journey and, and some other, uh, let's say, techniques that people can use to, to grow, they on your website, there is a lot of blueprints that people can download on the, on the customer journey, but also on a lot of other stuff. So, you know, I encourage listeners to go to your website, strategiesprints.com, to get those uh, blueprints. Um, one final question I have, because uh, we, we we're almost getting to the end of this session here, but um, you must have helped or you have helped a lot of B2B SaaS and services companies. What are some of the common mistakes that you see, for example, uh, SaaS companies make over and over again? And, you know, which, what are the pitfalls that the smaller companies fall into? I have seen around a dozen of typical mistakes, and we can sum it up. We can sum them up in three habits. If you do these three things, you're getting them right. Mm-hmm. There is a daily habit, a weekly habit, and a monthly habit. The daily habit is to really write down how you are spending your time, and in the evening, take five minutes to reflect what will you delegate tomorrow, what will you outsource tomorrow. That's the daily habit. Mm-hmm. The weekly habit is get your ops numbers, marketing numbers, and sales numbers, the top three numbers in each category, every seven days, and discuss them with the full team in a short meeting. Mm -hmm. And the third habit, the monthly habit, once a month, do a competitive analysis. Check what your top three competitors are doing. Think about what can your client do if they don't book you? What else can they do internally? And then discuss half an hour is there anything we need to adapt or do we just keep going in this direction at this pace? Because that's the difference, what we talked about at the beginning, velocity versus speed. Speed is without direction. Velocity is speed with the right direction. And that makes the whole difference. That's why at least once a month, you should have half an hour of competitive analysis and really getting the numbers right. Are we going in the right direction at the right speed? And that's the monthly habit. If you do these three things, you are much better off than most. Cool. Thank you very much, Simon. Simon, I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so people can link you on LinkedIn. Uh, Please do mention that you've heard about Simon on the Marketing Technology Podcast. Um, And, you know, thank you very much, Simon, for being on the show. Thank you, Elias. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.